Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back to the Movie Bar Podcast, the average movie podcast for average movie fans by average movie fans. I'm your host, Kyle, and I'm with my co-hosts, John and Justin. How are we doing? Great. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in a good mood. Um, well, the bar's now open, so everybody can be happy about that. Welcome to episode 39, and today is January 8th, 2023, and we will start with some housekeeping. Well, time for another fun edition of Has Kyle Seen Kyle, have you seen Suburban Commando? No. Oh, you didn't even give us a chance to fucking ask Justin. Well, I was going to say no. Yeah, sorry. All right. Um, okay. You don't have anything, Justin? You can't think of a f- single movie to ask eh, him? No. Uh, I don't have a list in front of me. I would need the list. I don't have a list in front of me. Okay, Kyle. I have my phone, but I don't feel like looking. Have you seen Weird Science? Justin, has he seen it? Eh, probably not. Just too old. 1985. I've not. Oh, that's a shock. I know the Oingo Boingo song, though. Everybody knows the Oingo Boingo song. She blinded me with science. <laughs> All right. Um, I guess I, I failed this week, but let's get to the newest trailers. Um, Two big trailers dropped this week for Renfield and Evil Dead Rises. Um, I don't think I need to say anything about the Evil Dead Rises trailer because we all know how I feel. But what did you guys think about those two? Evil Dead Rises trailer I like. I don't like the Evil Dead movies, but I'm intrigued by this one. I think that one looks fantastic. Have you guys seen the 2013 one? Yeah, we saw it together at the AMC theater. That was the first time we sat in reclining seats at the theater. And I believe mm-hmm. I fell asleep. Probably. It was a 10 o'clock showing. Yeah, but, I feel no, like it I mean, was that, that does that look one. fantastic. Yeah. It does look fantastic. And Renfield looks amazing. It looks really funny. It looks like Nicolas Cage is going to, he's playing that kind of, stereotypical old-timey Dracula, but with his own Nicolas Cage twist. Mm -hmm. I think it looks good. I don't know. I have a feeling he's not going to be in it that much. He probably isn't, but that's okay. I'm okay with that. Yeah. It's about Renfield, you know. Uh, Yeah. And it has a, a, you know, pretty original story to it, it seems. Yeah. It it looks good. I was kind of... I didn't expect it to be, like, an action movie, because I'd heard about it and knew it was coming out, but I was definitely blindsided. Mm-hmm. That was, like, action-y, and he was fighting, you know, the bank robbers and stuff, but I'm still, I mean... Yeah, Nicolas I mean, those Cage scenes looked pretty good. Yeah, but, I mean, Nicolas Cage is Dracula. That's all you need. I'm in. Yeah. Yep. I mean, after, um, under wait, I mean, that, expecting nothing but wonderful messages. Mm-hmm. It's red. <laughs> it's yours. Yeah, the next one's red. It's your turn there. Yeah, you well, okay. <laughs> so, 
Have you seen Megan yet, Kyle? I have. Okay. Justin has no interest in seeing it. Nope. What did you so, think about it? I'm going to join in. Um, I thought it was exactly what I thought it was going to be, but I was, I, it got like raving reviews, which I was kind of shocked by. Cause like, it's just, it's all right. It's pretty generic. Like it's not bad. Not the best. Um, but I was definitely shocked at the, how good the reviews were. Yeah. That movie was fucking drawn out way too long. And all it reminded me of was the fucking the AI child's play movie. Yeah. And everybody's like, oh, greatest movie, horror movie ever kicking off the year. Yeah, that's going to go to the wayside real quick. I, I feel like, you know, the, their marketing was definitely really good. So I feel like part of the response was kind of like jokey where people were like, you know, Megan's my best friend, stuff like that. So, but it, it was hard to distinguish that between people saying it was like, like people were saying it, it was super silly and like tongue in cheek and like it's silly, but it, it's not like overtly so. And like it's the the first hour is like you yes. kind of know exactly where it's going, but the first hour it still takes so long it to tell dragged you. Dragged on for so long. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, you know, it. If it had started off like the original Child's Play did, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like where people are dying. Yeah. But, I mean, some of the effects were awesome, like the fucking, when they're driving in the car at the beginning and they get hit. But it's, uh, it's I was bored. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be honest. I mean, it, it it looks terrible. I keep scrolling through Reddit and seeing that little clip of her dancing, yeah. and I'm like, this just looks horrendous. I saw one trailer for it, and I said, no, I have absolutely no desire to see this movie. Yeah. And as far as those critics and raving reviews and all that, we should probably read who it's from, because they're probably from the crap internet people who are from, you know, some random unknown website that nobody's ever heard of. Yeah. You know, they just trolled the internet to find those good ones. So that's how they do it. That's they, they put honest reviews, but you have to pay attention to where they're actually coming from. Yeah. I, I do think, I think it's definitely going to get a sequel though. Um, Oh yeah. They're already working on it. Yeah. Everything gets a sequel though. When it's a horror movie. That's true. But I mean, this one, you know, like I feel like it's the only thing people are talking about right now, but. Well, see. something we need to be talking about is that like I, no. <laughs> finally, 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 Eli Roth is doing Thanksgiving. I couldn't believe when I saw that headline, I, I couldn't believe it. No shit. And he's leaving like they're still in the middle of making the Borderlands movie. And he's kind of just leaving that to do this. Well, it's about fucking time. Yeah. It be- that I, I just mean that the Borderlands movie is turning into a shit show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think it's only reshoots that are being done left, but. Yeah. That movie's going to be fucking awful, though. I get it. But oh, I just hope Thanksgiving lives up to the expectations of the yeah. trailer from, what was that, 10 years ago? 
So. What? So now that Thanksgiving is going to get a real one, Hobo with the shotgun did. What was the other one? Edgar Wright's. What was his? Don't. Oh yeah, don't. Yeah. Hopefully. Don't. Hopefully they all get movies eventually. Well, I mean, Damn. what's left? Oh, I just wanted to join in. I mean, honestly, they should just do a grindhouse type thing with Thanksgiving and don't. That feels like yeah. a very perfect pairing. Or even Thanksgiving and Werewolf Women of the SS. Yeah, yeah. What's Zombie doing right now? Monsters 2? Probably not. No. <laughs> can't be. Yeah, no. Please, no. No, I think I he's... love most everything he does, but that was no. <laughs> yeah. But, all right. Well, I guess we'll dive into the movies you've watched this week. John, I think you should start. Oh, fucking great. Yeah. Another all busy right. week for you, I can see. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, there's no kids. What do you want from me? So, I watched uh, In Time, the Justin Timberlake movie where they, you know, they all mm-hmm. have little green shit on their arms and... Then I watched this movie, Trust, with Victoria Justice. It's kind of weird. About a a couple that each thinks they're cheating on each other. It's fucking crazy. Sucked. Then I watched Matinee with John Goodman. That's a good movie. About the... uh, I remember that. The guy sets up in this movie theater, like, Tomovision or something, and... There's a nuclear bomb threat, and and then I watched uh, Life on the Line with John Travolta and Devin Sawa about uh, linemen in Texas during a big storm. That was a good movie. Uh, look who's talking. And you with... went down the rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah. Then I watched Look Who's Talking, Look Who's Talking to, and Look Who's Talking Now. I forgot like how funny those movies were just the fucking baby like bruce willis doing the baby you know like and then uh i watched megan i watched welcome to Morrowind with steve carell i'll talk about that later and then hunter picked a, a few of the movies we watched fighting with my family the story of the wrestler page and then at seven thirty this morning we watched puss in boots the last wish so I said, now we're going to watch a movie from my childhood, and we watched Suburban Commando with Hulk Hogan, and he thought that scene was so funny with the cat. That's the only thing he laughed at was the scene with the cat when he pulls the tree branch down and shoots the cat. So then he said he wanted, to, he wanted to watch No Holes Barred, so we watched that. And then I sat through Glass Onion. So... That was my list for the week. It sounds like you went into it with the open mind. <laughs> I, I was watching it, and I was sitting there thinking, I don't think John's going to like this. There's a lot yeah. of things going on. Listen. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's, let's, uh, let's wait to hear, uh, we'll, yeah. we'll, hear that. We'll move on. Yeah, Justin, what did you watch this week? Uh, so I'll go in order of actually watched. Um, I watched Violent Night. <laughs> great movie, great movie. Uh, I watched Glass Onion. Those are the two movies I've been trying to watch for the last couple weeks that I just haven't been able to. Um, then I watched uh, Get Hard, 
hilarious movie, but we'll get into that later. Uh, and I watched, uh, we watched a family movie now. It's a new one on uh, Netflix called Next Gen. I don't know. It's about some uh, <clears throat> teenage girl who finds a top secret robot and the robot company is trying to take over the world. It's a little like Ron's Gone Wrong. Um, kind of almost exactly like Ron's Gone Wrong. That's what I was thinking um, when you said that. Like, that's Ron Gone Wrong, right? It, All the way. It was a little bit more. Was it live messy. action? No, it was animated. It was oh. more messy. Um, but Jason Sudeikis was in it. John Krasinski. Yeah. And then I watched Galaxy Quest today. Didn't you watch that a few weeks ago, too? Mm, probably. It comes on. I'll watch it. It's not a bad movie. Oh, okay. Um, this week I watched The Love Witch, The Exorcist, The Birds. I watched The Menu again. I watched Corsage, Black Roses, Megan. I then watched The Menu for the third time. I watched Pieces and Torso. What the fuck? <laughs> what? I was showing people the menu, so... You know, I sat there on my phone. I was like, oh, is it funny, right? Great. We'll talk about that, you know, a couple weeks. But great movie. Oh, um, but, yeah. <laughs> Would, <laughs> yeah, I, honestly, you probably won't like. No, you might like that one. That could go That could go either way. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I'll let you know after I watch it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so... I'll start too with my movie pick of the week. Um, Is it the menu? No, no. (laughs) Um, I chose Malignant. I don't know how much I love Malignant. I don't know how much I've talked about it, but paralyzed by fear from shocking visions, a woman's torment worsens as she discovers her waking dreams are terrifying realities. And that, you know, that description is the vaguest description ever. But this is a movie you want to go into knowing nothing. Um, came out September wow. 10th, 2021, directed by James Wan, stars Annabelle Wallace and McKenna Grace. Um, it's just some good, good uh, horror stuff. I've been watching stuff. It's Giallo January, so like some, like I know Cool just showing a lot of Giallo movies, and this is kind of a modern one that's inspired by those crazy Italian people. But yeah, great movie. Um, Justin, what is your pick for the week? Well, like I said, I watched it this week. I went with Get Hard. When obscenely rich hedge fund manager James King is convicted of fraud and sentenced to a stretch in San Quentin, the judge gives him one month to get his affairs in order. Knowing that he won't survive more than a few minutes in prison on his own, James desperately turns to Darnell, black businessman who's never even had a parking ticket for help. As Darnell puts James through the ringer, both learn that they were wrong about many things, including each other. Released released uh, March 27, 2015, directed by Ethan Cohen and starring Will Ferrell and Kevin Hart. And this movie is hilarious. Um, <laughs> goes a little far on some of the humor and some of the graphic scenes. But, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's hilarious. Will Ferrell and Kevin Hart. Is I love that good. scene when he, like, they, he turns the house into a prison and does the prison riot. Yeah. Oh, no, you're crazy. Oh, turn it off. Turn it off. <laughs> uh, stabbed in the head. All right, so I guess it's my turn. I watched uh, our 
my pick of the week is Welcome to Marwin. Uh, no one expects Mark Hogenkamp to recover from his devastating assault that wipes away all of his memories. Putting together pieces from the past and present, Mark meticulously creates a Belgian town and becomes a heroic World War II fighter pilot. His astonishing art installation soon comes to life with breathtakingly realistic dolls, a testament to the most powerful women he knows. Though, uh, through this fantasy world, Camp finds the strength to triumph in the real world and face his attackers. It was released on December 21st, 2018, directed by Robert Zemeckis, starring Steve Carell and Leslie Mann. Like, it's uh, it's based on a true story. And, you know, like, the dolls are look just like the characters that they're portraying. So that was very cool. And the action, there's a lot of action in it, surprisingly. But just the overall story, it's kind of like heartbreaking, you know. But, uh, yeah, check out Welcome to Marwin. Uh, some great picks this week, but we're going to move on to our main topic. Um, this week's main topic is the Glass Onion and Knives Out Mystery, which recently came out on Netflix. Um, tech billionaire Miles Braun invites his friends for a getaway on his private Greek island. When someone turns out dead, Detective Benoit Blanc is put on the case. Um, it had a release in September at a festival, um, theaters in a limited theater run in November, and then finally came out on Netflix December 23rd. I know it was very popular in theaters, and theaters were begging Netflix to let it stay in theaters, but they said no. Um, directed by Ryan Johnson, screenplay by Ryan Johnson, produced by Ryan Johnson and Ram Bergman. It had a budget of $40 million U.S. dollars, is rated PG-13, and is currently streaming on Netflix. And the cast of characters includes Daniel Craig as Benoit Blanc, the private investigator. Edward Norton as Miles Braun, the New York billionaire and owner of a large tech company. Janelle Monet as Helen and Andy Brand, the twin sisters, with the latter being Miles' ex-business partner. Catherine Hahn as Claire DeBella, the governor of Connecticut, now running for the United States Senate. Leslie Odom Jr. as Lionel Toussaint the head scientist for Miles' company. Kate Hudson is Birdie J, a hedonistic, politically incorrect former supermodel turned fashion designer in Manhattan. Dave Bautista as Duke Cody, a video game streamer and men's right activist on Twitch and YouTube. Jessica Henwick as Peg, Birdie's assistant. Madeline Klein as Whiskey, Duke's girlfriend and Twitch channel assistant. Noah Segan as Daryl, a slacker who lives on Miles' island and the best character in the movie. Jackie Hoffman as Ma, Duke's mother. And Dallas Roberts as Devin DeBella's husband. And a quick cameo by Hugh Grant. And a quick cameo by Ethan Hawke. Yep, and Ethan Hawke, yes. Mm-hmm. The beginning there, yep. Mm-hmm. I um, forgot about him. Yeah, I mean, both of them, they're literally on... Yeah, blinking in a Yeah. Um, so I guess naturally we'll compare it to the first one as... We do, but what do you think kind of of this Greek setting compared to the more New England, the setting of the first one? I mean, it's, 
it, it, it fits with the story. I mean, the setting is a really good chunk of the story. Yeah. Obviously, when you got you got an old man dying with a family around in the first mm-hmm. one, so the whole yeah. New England mansion setting really fit it. But I mean, this yeah. one it, it it added that extra layer. Yeah. But I'm um, I I feel like too. <laughs> um, I feel like. It also, like, because obviously both of these movies are making fun of super rich people in a way. So, like, the first one was one set of kind of the, you know, the rich people who got rich generational. So, like, they had this giant mansion and stuff. And very ornate. Old money versus and this, new money. Yeah, this one's, like, tech billionaires that have crazy technology on their island. So, it was a good contrast and kind of hit both sides of that, which I enjoyed. Yeah. I never saw the first one, so... What? Uh, <laughs> you really we, got to. We, I mean, would have done that one. It was great. First. It yeah. was great. Uh, it was a really good movie. Uh, Major I thing, mean, but I mean, Chris Evans, Jamie Lee Curtis. Come on. I know. I just, it, I had a plan, but my plan kind of fucking went haywire today. So. In, oh, wow. But I didn't have my headphones with me today, so I couldn't watch it while I was. At the place I was at. But my plan was to watch Knives Out, then Glass Onion, so I could get a better understanding of... You're lucky I watched the movie, okay? <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, well, to be fair, you didn't have to see the first one for this one, because yeah, yeah. no. there was no, no real continuation other than, you know, he's a really good detective, but... Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the, the story... You know, starting out with those boxes, like, I was like, okay. Now, that had nothing to do with the first one, correct? No. So, this is, a, so this is probably a movie somebody oh. wrote. Like, this is probably a movie somebody wrote, and they said, hey, let's throw in, you know, Benoit, and we'll just. Well, no, I think that this is based on it, it, stories. Yeah. Because it's still, um, like, the first one's similar where it's, like, you have, like, like I said, like, it's super rich people and they're, like, caricatures of what you expect super rich people to be like. So, like, first one's a family, so you have, like, you know, the stepmother and stepfather and stuff, and you have the really entitled son, like, stuff like that. And this one is, you know, playing on those same themes, except, like, you have the influencer and the, you know, like, gun streamer and, like, stuff like that. So it's definitely playing on similar themes that the first one. Yeah, did. I mean, yeah, I mean, the first one was more. Yeah, like you said, it was generational wealth. It was a family that had that family yeah. dynamic of you know you had the rich and they grew up rich and spoiled and could mm-hmm. have anything they wanted, and now you have these new money technology billionaires who have to basically lie, cheat, and steal their way to get their money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and they're they're desperately doing anything they can to keep it. Yeah. Whereas in the first one, they were just trying, they just had to stay on the old man's good side. Mm-hmm. It was basically the, you know, yeah. the whole family dynamic. So, um, okay. And are, we're good to spoil, right? Should this be our spoiler alert? Yeah. I All mean, right, it's, so. it's a new movie. It's got to be yeah. a spoiler alert on the whole damn episode. So Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, um, spoiler alert! I also feel like I liked, what I specifically liked in this one, if we're just talking generally, is I liked how even Benoit Block was like, this is dumb. Like, 
yeah. you're dumb. Because, <laughs> like, the first, I feel like the first one was a little more traditional, like, murder mystery, where this one just, like, everything's kind of silly. Like, this one felt a lot sillier, where the first one's still comedic, but um, I, I liked how he was just kind of frustrated with how dumb everything was, and, like, especially when Edward Norton's character, like, stole his idea. Yeah. Um, that was awesome. Yeah. No! Just dumb! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and that was a great contrast with the first one. And I um, love the yeah. fact no, that was. I love the fact that they had that character. I already forgot his name, but he just fucking casually walks through scenes. No, I'm not here. Yep. Yeah, I'm not here. Best character. And I, okay. like at first, I was like, I have a strange feeling he has something to do with this, but he really does have nothing to do with it. He's mm-hmm. just he's going through a tough time, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I like how it's like like you're literally told, and it's because I mean. Both of these movies, like, there's stuff in front of your face that you're never going to notice until you watch it again. But, like, he's one where it's like, yeah, like, he was never lying. That's kind of, like, the dumb point of this one where it's like, yeah, there's just a guy. He's nothing to do with yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I like that in this one, like, halfway through the movie, they tell yeah. you that he knows what's up, you know, for mm-hmm. the most part. Pronouns, pal. Right Who's up front, he? before he gets there. Benoit. Okay. Um, you know, they, they go back after, you know, spoiler alert, she gets shot. Mm-hmm. Shot. Yeah. Um, and they go back and they go over that, you know, they, they lay that twist on you. And you're like, huh. So, you know, you're kind of coming into it thinking he has no idea why he's there. And then, you know, halfway through the movie, they're like, oh, no. He knew why he was there the whole time. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so I, yeah. I think that was that was a neat neat way to do it. And then, you know. They give you that, and it's like he's figured it out, though. So it's yeah. the the one thing I felt with that, where it like went back and kind of showed what she was doing the whole time, was that I feel I feel like it was kind of cheap a little bit. If you know, obviously the whole time you're sitting there trying to figure out what's going on, and it just felt too much like some of the scenes where they show again with what she was actually doing felt kind of weird that they even showed them in the first place. Cause it's like they just cut them early. Um. And kind of yeah. stuff like that, which felt like they almost, like, over-explained a little bit what she was doing. But it was still a cool kind of twist. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But I wish it, there was more, like, back and forth and not just, like, this happened and then this happened and then the ending. Yeah. Um, I guess moving on to more, like, technical aspects. What do you guys think generally of, like, the sound and the cinematography and stuff? Um, I thought, you know, it's well done. Netflix put a lot of money into this movie knowing it's going to be hit and... Yeah, looks good. Sounds good, in my opinion. Now, like, the one scene when Batista dies and he falls onto the table, mm-hmm. and then he falls, like, deeper into the table, do you think that was supposed to happen that way, or was that, like, he didn't break through all the way when he first fell, and well, then he fell through? What do you mean? I, I don't remember. So, when he, when he falls through the table, yeah, Batista, you could Fucking mm-hmm. blogger dude or whatever. Yes. He falls back onto a glass table, and then, like, he, you see all the broken, like, the glass is shattered, but then it, like, shatters more. And then he just rolls off the table. But, I mean, I just thought it was weird that they showed, like, because normally when they fall through a table, it's like, you know, fall through a glass table, it breaks and yeah. fucking pieces everywhere. But then when he landed... Like, he went down a little bit, and then 
a few seconds later, he went down more, like it broke some more. Yeah. So I, I, I didn't know. really notice it. Yeah, I didn't notice that either, but that does sound interesting. Um, yeah. Pay close attention it, to it. I feel like effects-wise, like, there wasn't anything too crazy going on, like, <laughs> you know, until the end with the fire and stuff, but, like, yeah. that I feel like even stunts-wise, like, it was that and when she gets shot. There wasn't, like, anything too crazy going on. It was yeah, no, pure. it wasn't. Yeah, it was the thinker. It was. Yeah, you know, yeah. 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 I mean the 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 um crossbow thing was pretty funny, you know, pretty Yeah, cool. that that was a great scene. Oh, when he just starts rattling off yeah. like okay, well, you know, you did this and you did that and you know, she has that. And I, I was like, well, damn, maybe this guy is good, but Yeah. Definitely plays with your expectations cuz like I like I didn't know anything about this. Like obviously I just knew it was murder mystery. And I liked the idea where he's inviting people to the island that and like he's going to get killed, but like as soon as he started solving everything, and then you expect Edward Norton Norton to be the one that died, but it's still not it. Um, that was, it was just a great kind of twist on it, and now, it felt in line with the first one. Did he do it as an alibi for the girl's suicide, quote unquote, to invite them all and invite her there too, knowing she's already dead? No, they said it was a yearly thing. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Never mind. So. And I mean, you know, he sent one to her. Yeah. yeah. Maybe sending one to her could could have been an alibi. Yeah. Um, yeah. But. but yeah. Um, and I just say something, you know, kind of included with the behind the scenes stuff. I thought the costumes were great. You know, they're very, they were simple but you know elegant. I I really like Benoit Blanc when he's wearing like the stripes and the um, ascot. Yeah. I yeah. think mm-hmm. that's just a fun outfit for Daniel Craig. And I uh, these movies made me really <laughs> like him as an actor, too. So I'm excited to see um, if we get more Benoit Blanc. Oh, I'm sure we do. Yeah. They're running, They're going to run out of, you know, actors that they can throw in these ensembles, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, but, no, I mean, it's – we also – forgot there were more cameos at the beginning when he was on a zoom call like angela lansbury was in mm-hmm. there yeah. i can't remember the other three but i know she I, was in there i think it was uh, part, um, you know, one of the old school a uh, couple old school detectives from tv i think were on there well i, I know natasha who. natasha leone was one of them and i think yeah. it was a basketball i think it was like a oh yeah kareem abdul jabbar yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah 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 that's how i'm doing next more. week's episode in the bath, in the bathtub, yeah, smoking yeah. a cigar, yeah. my fucking Arab. <laughs> I I, that, I thought that was funny because before the movie came out, I saw like at the Game Awards, there's a big announcement that Benoit Blanc was going to be in Among Us, and I was like, what the hell is this? Like, but he's playing it in the game oh, yeah. in the movie, so I was like, oh, that I didn't know it was an actual tie into the movie. <clears throat> um, yeah. But that was that was a fun little. Even like just a reference to COVID and him just being all pent up on to solve mysteries. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. there was a lot of reference. This was the first movie that came out. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That referenced COVID the way it did, like, yeah, you know, at the beginning scene when she's trying to, she's on the phone and she's, uh, she's got to sign up for the package. And she's like, oh, sorry. And she puts her mm-hmm. stuff up over her face and yeah, and even wearing e- her e- masks and Ethan Hawke. Yeah, there's been a lot of movies with it. Yeah. Um, Ethan Hawke's character where he's like spraying them in the yeah. mouth just and yeah. they're like oh yeah you're fine now you don't need to wear a mask yeah. that was a funny little um, twist on it like no you're good 
I I wish he he would be a great like character in one of these. So I hope maybe he comes back as a full character eventually. Well, um, he was filming another movie in Greece. That's using when, Moon Knight. Yeah, at the same time. Yeah, but and that's fun. Like I'm here for tiny three second cameos. Yeah. Um. So overall, what do you guys kind of think of the script? And the dialogue, and did you kind of feel like you enjoyed the mystery coming together? We kind of touched on it, but I mean, I I, I think they did a great job. I mean, e- mm-hmm. each character was written to really be a true example of that style of person. I mean, yeah, I'm getting I I don't like Dave Bautista as an actor. I think he's a terrible actor. And he's just, it's the same thing every time with him. But. I don't know. He was good in My Spy. Every time, I can see him as that dumbass dickhead Twitch streamer. Yeah. You know. I I mean, Blanc was great the whole time with it. Just just calling out the stupidity of the whole thing. And Mm -hmm. just the ignorance of Edward Norton just to blatantly steal his idea that he sat down at the table and told him about. And I mean, Bertie just being a completely aloof, dumbass, typical, you know, model star type person. It's, yeah. it, it, I think they, they really, they really hit the head. And you got the, you know, the, the, whatever she was, their governor or mayor, or whatever she was that sneaky and underhanded and, Mm-hmm. You know, to always talk behind the people's back. It's it was it was well done. Yeah. And Kate uh, Hudson's character that was, you know, one of the models that just fucking say yeah. whatever they want, and she's got the assistant <laughs> that takes her phone away, and she was like, I didn't know that was a term that was inappropriate. I believe the term <laughs> was Jewy. Jewy. <laughs> yeah. 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 No. But um, the like, I mean, Edward Norton was great too. Yeah, and Batista's mom at the beginning, when like they're trying to figure out the clues or whatever, and she's like, "Oh, it's this," and "Oh, it's that." Like, <laughs> oh, when he yells at her, and he's like, "What did I tell you about talking during my stream? Shut you up!" Just yell at mom. That's your mom. <laughs> and she slaps him. <laughs> I think I saw because Dave Batista did like a Vanity Fair or something. And he was saying, like, oh, I don't want to be The Rock. I want to just be a good actor. It's like, he threw some shade towards The Rock, which I thought was funny. Um, but I'm just I mean, not no, think I'm he's sorry, a good actor. The Rock is still a better actor than him. <laughs> the like, Rock is a better actor than him. <laughs> well, yeah, The Rock is a better actor than him, and he was a better wrestler than him, too. Just like a lot of people were better wrestler than him. But mm-hmm. he was good in My Spy. Did you see that one? With the little uh, girl? Yeah. Yeah, he was pretty good in that, and he was okay in Stuber. He's okay in Stuber, but even that was still like he's it's, just, the, it's hard. It's hard to see him as anything other than a gigantic fucking brute. Yeah, have you? But one he he is a supporting actor. Yeah, Dwayne Johnson. He's a fucking put on the poster. Fucking yeah. But Dave Batista is a supporting actor at best. That's it. Um, he is 
I know one one character he plays good in my opinion is in uh in Blade Runner twenty forty nine. He's just like a side character at the beginning, but it's a great scene and he's great in it. And he's not a brute because he's like he's like a scientist type, but he, he plays it very subtle and well. And I, I mean, I feel like that's his only like acting role, like really dramatic stuff. Um, not not comedy at all, but it definitely goes against his normal type. Yeah, and look at his, what was he playing Guardians and they get Drax. Right. Yeah. Well, that's like yeah. his. I think he wants to the the interview. He's kind of saying he wants to get away from that. Yeah, he said he, he was relieved. Yeah. He's done with it because James Gunn is done with it. He's only gonna follow around a gun now. <laughs> so. Yeah. So he'll be in a DC movie but, next yeah. year. Watch. Yeah. Mm. So. And he is in um Good. the new M Night Shyamalan movie. <laughs> so. Yeah, but. I saw the trailer for that, too. That looks fucking stupid, and I like M. Night Shyamalan movies. Signs. Oh, oh, terrible. Signs was awesome. Terrible. But, I mean, just because it's M. Night. I don't remember him doing that. Don't be a dick. He does it. That was the big alien reveal. He didn't go, nobody might as well have. Whatever. <laughs> but, I mean, like, that movie just looks <laughs> fucking weird. He's a Jehovah's Witness, practically, like, and that's not a role I could see him playing. Oh, check it out. I think it's uh, The Knock at the Cabin or something. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong movies are the worst. I hate them. Yeah. They are on par or lower than paranormal activity. Oh, you are so screwed in two weeks. They are atrocious. All right. Let's get back to Glass Onion. (laughs) Kind of trailed off a little bit here. Yeah, well, we just kind of touched (laughs) on the acting and stuff, but uh, did you guys feel that it was too long, too short? It's two hours and 19 minutes. How do you guys feel about that? That's a little long for like an action movie. I would like not. A, say an hour it wasn't an action movie. Well, like I'm like a uh, oh fuck the <laughs> like a mystery movie. Like an hour forty five, I, I would have been okay with. I was okay, with it, but <clears throat> yeah. I think that the thing I didn't really like was when they were just smashing shit at the end. Yeah, that was drawn on a little too long. That was just it just one it th- didn't it didn't make any sense. One or two things, that's fine. Then the other ones join in. But she went through like nine different things that she'd smashed before the other one's like, Oh well fuck it, we might as well do it too. Yeah. Like I get the symbolism of, you know, she's, you know, breaking their bond to him and all that, and she's letting them see that there's nothing he can actually do to them, you know. He's pretty well fucked too, so you know. But it's I, I didn't I didn't get that. It wasn't yeah a little too drawn out. Hey, but that was there cool were other ways to get him to turn. When she threw that thing in the fire and the fucking the vent sucked it all up and blew up the onion up top, that was cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, two hours and twenty minutes. That's a little too long yeah. for me. I mean, but also judging by that, you know, they all would have been dead. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Yeah. 
I feel like the I didn't mind it just because like like I was saying earlier because it's like separated in a distinct parts, so it helps kind of when you're when it switches to her perspective. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And then I think the big question is, would you recommend this movie? I do. I do. I I I like ensemble movies. I I like the mysteries and. I think that just this one with the silliness of him, you know, and just straight up calling out the insanity of the whole plot at the end there, I think it was pretty good. I, I do recommend it. Yeah. It's well acted and well done. Hmm. Yeah. I, yeah, I would recommend it. I mean, it wasn't a bad movie. It wasn't a great movie, but it wasn't a bad movie. Yeah. And if you have two hours and 20 minutes to kill and you want to see <laughs> fire and a big guy die because he drank pineapple juice. Spoiler. But, yeah, I'd recommend it. Yeah, I think I would also recommend it. I mean, it was, you know, it was a huge hit on Netflix, so uh, most people seem to have watched it already. Um <laughs> So it got a 7.3 out of 10 on IMDb, a 94% on Rotten Tomatoes, and a 3.7 on Letterboxd. But, John, what is your rating? 2.75. Justin? Uh, I think I will 3.75. Solid movie. Mm-hmm. Really was that, good. Was that 3.75? I think I would give it a 3.25. I think I like the first one a bit better, but you know, I'm excited. Yeah, I mean, I agree. The first one was first one was better, but yeah, I definitely. I mean, we'll we'll definitely get more, but I'm here for Benoit Blanc movies. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Just like we'll get more Megan movies. Yippee! We need a Megan versus Benoit Blanc movie. No. no, fuck that. We need a Chucky versus Megan. Yeah, That's I'm honestly movie. that I could see that happening. Did Blumhouse do the? Uh huh. Did they do the Chucky the remake in there too? Oh, the yeah. Chucky remake? No. No. Okay. Well, I don't know. Maybe who, right oh, spies. Uh, you can't get it, but I don't know who did the Chucky remake. It might have actually been. I think it was Universal. Let me search it up. Yeah, it was. Or my, yeah, well, whoever is attached, like Warner Brothers, I would assume Mark Hamill was in it. So, I'm I don't know. researching. Well, Universal has them at the Horror Night, so I'm guessing. Yeah. But I can't remember um, if Universal did the. T- it's got to be the TV show that the the. Um, Don Mancini version because it's on uh, USA and Sci-Fi, which are NBC channels. Well, aren't the rights different? Yeah, so, yeah, rights and video rights. And Universal yeah. owns two, three, Bride, Seed, Cult, Curse, and the TV show, but somebody owns the the first. Child's Play, the original, and that's the one that remade the. the oh, uh, it's, I think it's 
Amazon technically would. Amazon? Because it was released. The first film from Orion Pictures, like the new one, yeah. through United Artists Releasing, which is owned by MGM, <clears throat> mm-hmm. which is Amazon. Okay, then yeah, that's it, what it was. It was yeah. I was thinking MGM. I, yeah. But yeah. Yeah, it's so. MGM and Annapurna, but MGM's obviously bigger. And then MGM's essentially just Amazon now, so yeah. maybe not. Make, Maggie, well, who knows? May, maybe Megan will be the biggest movie ever, and then. Well, on that on that note, the bar is now closed. Thank you so much for listening. You can follow us and stay up to date with the podcast at the Movie Bar Pod on Twitter, at Movie Bar Podcast on Instagram, at Movie Bar Pod on YouTube, and at the Movie Bar Podcast on Facebook. And get your official Movie Bar shirts at bonfire.com forward slash or slash Movie Bar Podcast. We are on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Podcast, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and most places that you listen to your podcast. And be sure to check out our website, www.moviebarpod.com. Thank you for listening. Please let us know what you want to hear by contacting us on social media or via email at themoviebar.outlook.com. Please like, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Bye. Bye. Bye.